Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Start to your day with temperatures in the 20s to lower 30s across the area, mainly clear skies and light winds. Later today, we'll have a northwesterly wind at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Temperatures will be just shy of 50 degrees with a few high clouds moving through. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. We're back up to 38 in our nation's capital at 1259. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. Coming up this Wednesday morning and the 1 a.m. hour for you. Could the Capitals and Wizards cross the Potomac into a new arena in Northern Virginia? I'm Dick Juliano. But you know, D.C. is not giving up without a fight. Metro proposing some major changes. Reaction to Metro's warning of possible steep service cuts. It's like a step backward. I'm Nick Einelli. Gains across the board on Wall Street. Good morning. Welcome in. One o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour. Presented by Indeed.com. I'm Christopher Cruz. President Biden will meet Wednesday with families of Americans being held hostage by Hamas. This will be the president's first in-person meeting with the family since Hamas's October 7th attack against Israel. Mr. Biden has spoken to some of the families on the phone. President Biden told supporters in Washington Tuesday the U.S. will not stop until every hostage, including Americans, is back home again. Linda Kenyon, CBS News, the White House. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky was in Washington to meet with President Biden and congressional leaders as he presses for more military support in his country's defense against Russia's invasion. More from CBS's Ed O'Keefe. President Zelensky also said while his country's made gains on the ground, it now wants to beef up the air war, something the U.S. has been reluctant to do. But Zelensky warned, quote, whoever controls the skies controls the war's duration. Four women have testified during a Senate hearing on sexual assault and harassment at the U.S. Coast Guard Academy. CBS's Scott McFarland says they told senators the Coast Guard covered it up. Caitlin Morrow says she was sexually harassed and assaulted repeatedly, including by a classmate, at the Coast Guard Academy in New London, Connecticut in 2004. He would assault me during swim class. He would swim up underwater, grab any part of my body that, that he pleased. In an internal Coast Guard service last year, more than half of women reported suffering sexual harassment and nearly one in seven reported unwanted sexual conduct. There's still no final agreement in place at the UN Climate Conference in Dubai. Some nations and climate scientists say a draft doesn't go far enough in preventing the worst effects of climate change. CBS News senior national and environmental correspondent Ben Tracy is following. We're already at 1.3 degrees of warming, so the odds of keeping it below 1.5 are very slim right now. We're on track for about twice as much warming as 1.5, about 3 degrees Celsius. Researchers say the runways at San Francisco's main airport are sinking at a rate of about four-tenths of an inch a year. CBS News Bay Area reporter Max Darrow. According to researchers Oluwase Yidasho and Manucher Shirzai of Virginia Tech, those runways are sinking. This is just a warning for the future, and that future is not that far. They'll present their findings this week at the AGU 23 conference put on by the American Geophysical Union. Voters in Oklahoma City have approved a 1% six-year sales tax to fund a new downtown arena for the NBA's Thunder. Because the tax was approved, the team will stay in the city through at least 2050. Some residents, however, aren't happy that the team's owners are paying only about 5% of the cost of the new arena. This is CBS News. 
You don't need a job platform. You need a hiring partner. Indeed lets you schedule and conduct virtual interviews all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credits. You've all heard it in the news, folks. Heating costs are surging through the roof. But right now, Eden Pure is offering an amazing discount on their Gen 40 heater. This 5-pound Gen 40 produces 50% more heat than the big box heaters that are seven times its size. The Gen 40 superheater is efficient. It produces infrared heat using advanced micro-solid-state technology with built-in safety shutoffs, and it comes with a remote control for you. So... We know ordering food for work isn't as easy as it seems. Lunch meeting is set for Wednesday. We need food for 27 people. And it has to be on time. Client is coming. He's vegan. Messy eater. Wait, white shirts. You, you getting this? Okay, what do we need? Gluten free. No more sandwiches. Make sure there's enough. Make sure the food is hot. Brian has a hard stop at 1230. 1230. Lunch meeting? Just use Easy Cater. Food for work delivered on time as ordered with a huge variety. 100,000 restaurants, one platform. Order 24-7 at easycater.com. WTOP at 104. Good Wednesday morning, midweek, December 13th, 2023. Clear and cold this overnight and early morning. Veronica says the low by daybreak on your Wednesday. 30 to 35 is what we're looking at. We're down to 30 in Washington now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. We thank you for taking us along for your early 1 a.m. hour ride. Topping the local stories we're following for you as we roll into this day together. Are the Capitals and Wizards planning to move out of downtown D.C.? Sources tell WTOP this morning that owner Ted Leonsis and Virginia's governor, Glenn Youngkin, will be side-by-side later this Wednesday morning to make a formal announcement in the rapidly growing Alexandria neighborhood of Potomac Yard. The Caps and Wizards owner and the Virginia governor will be side-by-side just 48 hours after Virginia lawmakers approved the idea of the state providing a new home for the two teams. Potomac Yard, the former rail yard, is near Amazon's second headquarters and the newly opened Potomac Yard Metro Station. You know, frankly, it is it is potentially devastating to our downtown economy. Jaron Price is president and CEO of the downtown D.C. Business Improvement District, who says losing the Caps and Wizards would be a considerable blow to the city. Since 1997, having our sports teams here in the heart of downtown was a key part of the major resurgence of our downtown economy. Dick Uliano, WTOP News. And we're learning here at WTOP this morning that D.C.'s Mayor Muriel Bowser, along with D.C. Councilman Phil Mendelson, are introducing legislation to support a complete renovation of Capital One. It includes half a billion dollars, we're told, for funding to modernize the arena. WTOP at 105. Let's talk transportation this morning on WTOP Wednesday and specific Metro possible ominous future for mass transit in the region we're learning this morning. Metro's leader says dramatic service and fare changes could be coming in 2024. That is if money is not found to plug budget shortfalls that they're looking at now, hitting $750 million. Under Metro General Manager Randy Clark's proposed budget right now for the upcoming fiscal year, the 10 rail stations that see the fewest riders will close. The proposed budget also calls for fewer trains to run So expected wait times between them would be 15 minutes during the week, 20 minutes on the weekend. Metro Rail would uh, would also close at 10 p.m. seven days a week. And when it comes to what you pay to ride Metro, fares could go up by 20% and more lines would see turnarounds. Clark says this morning those dramatic cuts can be avoided if Maryland, Virginia and D.C. can come up with $663 million. 
That's on top of the $1.2 billion they already pay. This is Nick Ionelli talking to Metro riders about the possible cuts. They're not happy about it. I think it would be a real shame because if that happens, that's going to send more people into cars. It's a death spiral. It's not good. It would be a terrible thing, I think, for the city. I mean, public transportation is uh, really, really important. And uh, it's the wrong time to be cutting back on that. D.C. Council member Charles Allen, who chairs the Transportation Committee, is speaking out, saying he's confident that regional leaders all agree that the metro cuts can never become reality. Maryland Governor Wes Moore's office released a statement saying his administration is committed to working with metro and seeking solutions to the complex funding challenges. And we're also hearing from Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin's office, which says his administration is engaging with regional partners to chart a path forward to ensure metro's long-term viability. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. 107 on Capitol Hill, the relocation of the FBI headquarters to Maryland getting attention from lawmakers. The site selection panel was assembled to make recommendations. And Elliot Dooms, the commissioner of the Public Building Service for GSA, noted that this time the GSA also took the rare step of releasing all the information that went into the final decision. And this is why we consider this one of the most transparent Uh, site selection processes that GSA is ever involved in. We were surprised to see that the SSA came to a different conclusion than the site selection panel. Nicholas Demos is with the FBI's Finance and Facilities Division. The site selection plan allowed for this divergence, but I can say that within the FBI's own procurement shop, this is exceedingly rare. Doom cited two other instances when it did happen. But Scott Perry, who chairs the subcommittee holding the hearing, remains skeptical about how the process played out. American people smell a rat here. John Dome in WTOP News. Good Wednesday morning, midweek, December 13th. Welcome into WTOP at 108. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Here's Rick McClure. Still pretty uh, quiet on the area roadways during your early morning hours with nothing but work zones set so far on the Beltway Interloop. After the 270 spur toward Old Georgetown Road, that work zone had the left lane blocked. And the work zone set on the outer loop of the Legion Bridge has two left lanes getting by. And you're good so far through Prince George's and Virginia on the uh, Capitol Beltway at the moment. I-270, we had a work zone set up south after Father Hurley Boulevard along the right side. Route 50 to the Bay Bridge with work that closes the westbound span. Two-way travel on the eastbound side. Work zone set along eastbound Route 100 through Hanover has the left lane getting by near Coca-Cola Drive. You're good through Howard and Prince George's County along the 95 BW, BW Parkway stretches. There's a work zone set on the westbound side of University Boulevard through Silver Spring, blocking the right side of the roadway between Curran Road and Sligo Creek Parkway. We also had a utility problem had west on University Boulevard near Dennis Avenue. At last check, it was along the left side. Through Virginia, 395 north at Route 27. The work there has two left lanes getting by and 66 with the work zone set inside the Beltway West after the Roslyn Tunnel with the left lane getting by. Go electric the Fitzway. Looking for an electric car? Try the new Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. Go electric at fitsmall.com. Rick McClure, WTOP Traffic. A frosty start to your day with temperatures in the 20s to lower 30s across the area. Mainly clear skies and light winds. Later today, we'll have a northwesterly wind at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Temperatures will be just shy of 50 degrees with a few high clouds moving through. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now, we are looking at 
at 32 degrees, Gaithersburg, 37 Arlington, 34 Lanham. And we are down to 30 in our nation's capital. Brought to you this time around in the 1 a.m. hour, Wednesday morning, midweek, December 13th, by Longfins. Save 25% on Longfins, decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions do apply. Check them out. Go to longfins.com. WTOP at 110. Where we bring you money news, the 10 and 40 passed. Annual inflation slowed to 3.1% in November. It has moved lower all but three months this year. The price of gas is the lowest it's been this year, down 19% since September. Rockville's Choice Hotels has taken its bid to buy Wyndham Hotels straight to shareholders after Wyndham's board has repeatedly rejected it. The Dow finished Wednesday session up 173 points. The S&P 500 up 21. Those are half percent gains. Jeff Claymore, WTOP News. Overseas, Asian stocks remain mainly lower this 1 a.m. hour. The Gospi's down by 25. The Hang Seng is off 150 points. The Shanghai is off 22, though the Nikkei has gained 96 points. Good morning. Glad you're with us here at WTOP. Hunter Biden to appear on the Hill. Will he be there or not? We'll talk about that in depth next on WTOP. Good morning. It's 112. What are you getting Ashley for Christmas? I'm still thinking jewelry, but my list is still long and time's getting short. It's easy. Dominion Jewelers. I thought they only had custom jewelry. They are amazing at custom design, but also have a gorgeous selection of bracelets, earrings, and other unique handcrafted jewelry. The best part is the perfect gift is ready to wrap today. Handcrafted custom design jewelry. Dominion Jewelers. In the heart of Falls Church, we make it beautiful, you make it yours. By appointment only. Thank the Lord for the night You're with WTOP, Van Dean Lane. The Virginia Lottery presents Bad Gift Ideas. Want to make this holiday season truly special for the kids? Then definitely do not give these as gifts. A rock, a ball of rubber bands. A pet porcupine, toothpaste, a toaster, and finally, drum roll please, lottery tickets. Virginia Lottery Games make the perfect gift, but only for those 18 years or older. Brought to you by the Virginia Lottery and the Virginia Council on Problem Gambling. Please gift responsibly. WTLP Wednesday morning at 1.13. Here's Jim Blankenhorn, Senior Vice President, Environment and Security at Amentum, in the new series Top Voices, creating a safer, smarter, cleaner world. Sponsored by Amentum. In the United States, then, when we look at our energy infrastructure, about 90% of our greenhouse gas emissions come from energy production and the consumer usage. About 75% of CO2 emissions come from those same uh, sources. To hear more of this interview, visit federalnewsnetwork.com, search Amentum. At Amentum, we solve the world's most complex challenges. When the U.S. military accelerates hypersonics technology, when our nation safely remediates and cleans up nuclear waste, when the DOD modernizes digital systems, when smart and scalable clean energy is essential, when unmanned systems require enhanced capabilities, Amentum is there, creating better outcomes for a safer, smarter, cleaner world. Amentum, solving what's next. Learn more at Amentum.com. Good Wednesday morning, midweek. Welcome in this early morning, December 13th, 2023. If you're just joining us, clear and cold this overnight early morning. Veronica says the low should be somewhere between 30 and 35 by daybreak on your Wednesday. We are at 37 degrees now in our nation's capital, where the time now is 114. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. Thanks for starting your early morning with us here at WTOP. This is WTOP News. A big week on Capitol Hill as Hunter Biden is being called before members of Congress. 
president's son was subpoenaed by the Republican-led House committees as part of their investigation into President Biden and his family's foreign business dealings. Hunter Biden has been subpoenaed to appear this Wednesday morning later today for a closed-door deposition on Capitol Hill. This morning, CBS senior investigative correspondent Catherine Herridge joins us with her take. We're still waiting for a final readout from the committee and from his attorneys, but they've laid out their positions over the last week. Hunter Biden's attorneys have offered public testimony arguing that these closed-door transcribed interviews can be leaked and the evidence in the testimony manipulated or distorted. The Republicans on the House Oversight and Judiciary Committee say that this is not a question where there's an option that the president's son is under subpoena and it's for a transcribed interview. And they argue that's the standard practice in this investigation as well as the January 6th investigation. A deposition first is kind of fact-finding, and then that leads the way to public testimony. Well, if he doesn't show, then what steps are Republicans threatening to take here? Well, they put out a statement a short time ago saying that they will initiate contempt proceedings if he doesn't appear for the deposition. That's not something that happens immediately. They'd have to have a markup in one of the committees. That's about 72 hours. But they would start the process towards that eventual vote and outcome. And they're sending a signal that they're, in their view, not going to allow him to be held to a different standard than other witnesses. Catherine, at the same time, what is the impact of last week's nine count tax indictment against Hunter Biden that includes the allegations of felony tax evasion? I think there are a couple of issues here. I think first and foremost, if you take a look at that 56 page indictment, it does call Hunter Biden a lobbyist and it goes into some detail about his foreign business dealings. And it strongly suggests that they are investigating Potential violations of FARA, which is the Foreign Agents Registration Act, it requires American citizens to tell the government if they're acting on the behalf of foreign interests. So that, again, leaves the door open to potentially a superseding indictment and additional charges. The reason it matters for this House investigation is they're looking at President Biden and the business deals and whether there were violations of foreign lobbying laws or other crimes. So it's just another data point in what has become sort of an ever-expanding investigation. That was CBS senior investigative correspondent Catherine Herridge in a conversation with Ann and Sean on WTOP. Quick look at some of the top stories we're following for you this early Wednesday on TOP. Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky met with President Biden this week Tuesday along with congressional leaders in Washington pressing for more military support as his country's war against Russia goes on. UN General Assembly voting formally, overwhelmingly, to demand a ceasefire in Gaza. The results coming up. We'll have more in just minutes. Stay with WTOP at 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Attention families of Prince George's County Middle and High School students. As a career and technical education student at PGCPS, you can earn college credit in industry certifications or licensing while in high school with no student debt. From IT to construction to engineering, choose from more than 30 programs of study. Plus, find a mentor in your chosen field. Become an apprentice, get help finding a job, and graduate high school with the ability to earn livable wages immediately. Your future starts now at pgcps.org CTE. Seating is limited. Apply today. Coming right up after traffic and weather this Wednesday morning on WTOP. Why this brand new car emissions testing site will never open here in the district. I'm Neil Augenstein. Good Wednesday morning. It's 118. Rick McClure is in the WTOP Traffic Center. All right, do you know let's do that over to Virginia? Not much happening. Still at speed through parts of Fairfax, Prince William, and Spotsylvania counties on the Virginia side of I-95. We have one work zone. That's confirmed. 
headed south before exit 156 Dale City. At last check, the left lane was getting by that work zone. Through the district, still looking good. Both sides of 395, I-695, the portion of the east and westbound freeways. And the Case Bridge, the Devil Street Bridge, all clear. No issues reported on the 295. Still good on the D.C. side of the Suitland Parkway. All quiet in D.C. at the moment. Let's head over to uh, Virginia, 395 north at Route 27. We had a work zone with two left lanes getting by south on I-395. On the outbound 14th Street Bridge, just spotted a work zone toward Route 1. It was in the express lanes along the left side. Work trucks are there. I-66 with work zone set up. The only work zone set up so far on 66 inside the Beltway West after the Roslyn Tunnel with the left lane getting by at last check. Headed over to Maryland. Route 50 to the Bay Bridge with the work zone that closes the westbound span. Two-way travel on the eastbound side. We also have construction on the eastbound ramp to Route 8. It was affecting the right side of the ramp through Stevensville. I-270 work zone set south after Father Hurley Boulevard along the right side. And around the Capitol Beltway, we've got a work zone set up on the interloop after the 270 spur headed toward Old Georgetown Road that had the left lane blocked. And the work zone set on the outer loop of the Legion Bridge has two left lanes getting by. Whitman Walker's new Max Robinson Center is just steps away from Congress Heights Metro, offering dental services, primary care, mental health care, and more. Become a patient at Whitman-Walker.com. Rick McClure, WTOP Traffic. Clear and cold this morning with a chance of patchy fog. Our winds relatively light. Temperatures starting out in the 20s to lower 30s across the area. Later today, temperatures will top out in the mid to upper 40s. Partly cloudy skies and winds out of the northwest at 5 to 15 miles per hour. Not a bad day at all. On Thursday, sunshine and cooler conditions in the lower to mid 40s across the area. Friday's looking good. Back to sunshine and up some 10 degrees in the 50s. 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now we are looking at 37 degrees and holding in our nation's capital. Brought to you this time around by Lynn the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same day service seven days a week. Check them out. Lynn the Plumber Heating and Air. WTOP at 121. Welcome in. Want to know what's on the road ahead of you? Check with WTOP for traffic updates every 10 minutes on the 8th. They're a must for every driver. Okay, you've got your seatbelt on, you've got the car started. What's next? Check my mirrors. Uh, uh, Check the traffic report on WTOP. Now you got it. WTOP traffic updates anytime you're on the road. WTOP News. Facts matter. Dean Lane on WTOP. Question, what will you find on all over-the-counter or OTC medicine packages to help you choose the right drug and use it safely? The answer, the drug facts label. This label lists the medicine's active ingredients and purpose, how much to take, and warnings you should know before using it. Remember, even OTC medicines you buy without a prescription can cause side effects you don't want. So follow the information listed on the drug facts label. For more information, visit FDA.gov slash drug facts label. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Good Wednesday morning, midweek, December 13th. Welcome in. Glad you're with us here at WTOP. Time now is 122. You're listening to WTOP News. Locally word this morning that an Ashburn, Virginia man has been arrested after three separate sexual assaults in one day this week. The Loudoun County Sheriff's Office says it all happened between 1 p.m. and 3 p.m. in the Ashburn area this week. All three women reported that they were followed and then inappropriately touched by a man. Deputies identified the suspect as... 20-year-old Ryan Cunningham this morning. He's charged now with sexual battery and is being held without bond this morning. On the road again. 
D.C. recently installed a self-service car emissions testing site in Northeast, hoping to make the process easier for people east of the Anacostia River. But we're learning that facility will never, ever open. This is the brand new emissions testing kiosk located here in Kenilworth Park in Northeast D.C., but it will never screen a single car at this location. The U.S. Park Service says it hadn't heard D.C. plan to install an emissions lane here in Kenilworth Park, right near the playground and athletic fields. The Park Service says D.C.'s Department of Parks and Recreation Creation approved the kiosk without the authority or permission to install it. And there's a long-standing agreement that this kind of parkland just be used for recreation. D.C. says that the kiosk will be moved to another location. In Northeast, Neil Augenstein, WTLP News. A U.S. agency is taking the first step toward requiring new vehicles to prevent drunk or impaired driving. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration is taking the first step toward requiring devices in vehicles that prevent drunk or impaired driving. The devices were required in the bipartisan infrastructure law passed by Congress in 2021. That year, more than 13,000 people were killed in drunk driving crashes. NHTSA and a group of 16 automakers have been jointly funding research into technology that would automatically test a driver's breath for alcohol and stop a vehicle from moving if the driver is impaired. The driver wouldn't have to blow into a tube. A sensor would check their breath. Another company is working on light technology that could test for blood alcohol in a person's finger. It can take years for a regulation to make its way through the process. Ed Donahue, Washington. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. 6 a.m. Breaking news from Alexandria. 3.15 p.m. An update now on a story we've been following all day. 6.17 p.m. New information just coming in. WTOP doesn't just report breaking news and move on. We stay with the story. Stay up to date. Check back with us two, three, four times a day. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good Wednesday morning, midweek, December 13th. Welcome in this early 1 a.m. hour. Time now, 125 to be exact on WTOP. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Which, of course, means it's Rob's turn this morning. A busy day of basketball in College Park started with a blowout win for the Maryland women and ended with the men's team beating Alcorn State 105-65 behind the breakout shooting performance they have been waiting for. A season-best 14 of 30 from three-point range, three of them from Jamie Kaiser off the bench as part of his career-high 12 points, telling Big Ten Network. Well, Coach Willer kept saying we got to continue the energy that we have from the Penn State game and then bring it into this game. We couldn't have a trap game, you know, let up against a people think it's a lesser opponent, but they're really not. They're still college basketball players, so we still had to continue to play hard and just do what we do. GW and Georgetown each won comfortably on their home courts as well. The aforementioned Maryland women enjoyed a wire-to-wire 99-51 win over Towson to extend their home win streak to 17 games in front of 70 area elementary schools as part of field trip day. The crowd 